Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. We are talking about keystone habits. And if you don't know what they are, hopefully you will by the end of the show and why they're so important. Because everyone knows the importance of forming positive habits, but you probably didn't know that not all habits are created equal. Some habits carry more weight than others and set off a chain reaction of positive changes in your life. And these are called keystone habits. And today I want to talk about how to identify and form keystone habits in your life. And the problem is, is that most people don't realize that that habits are not created equal. They think that any habit, any positive habits, if I just have enough positive habits, then I'll, I'll be healthy. I'll be a better person. But in reality, there's a few habits that carry more weight that set off a, a chain reaction for, for your life and for whatever you're trying to work on. And that's what I want to talk about today is how to identify those, how to find what those habits are, because those are the few habits. Those are the few habits you want to really focus on. You want to double down on and that you want to work on because instead of trying to implement a ton of habits, what if there was just a few you could strategically implement that set off a chain reaction into other areas of your life and other areas beyond even uh, the area that you might be, you might be working on. And I'm, I'm a, I'm listening to the power of habit right now, an audiobook from Charles Duhigg. And it's a great book. Highly recommended. If, if this topic interests you, uh, highly recommend checking this out. Atomic habits by James clear is another uh, great resource for habit formation and for identifying these things. And those guys know a heck of a lot more of it, of this topic than, than I do. But in there, they talk about how, when people made these changes in these, what they call keystone habit areas, when someone started doing something like, track just simply tracking expenses then they found less caffeine less alcohol consumption more more working out more reported of quality relationships and confidence in these different things because it's identifying certain habits for certain people and it's going to be different person to person that creates this chain reaction into other areas and that's possible if you can identify what that is and i know this isn't easy i know it's not simple because if we knew this, we would all be doing it. If we knew how, if we knew how powerful this was, and we knew how to identify exactly what we needed to be doing, we would just be doing it. 
but the truth is that it's not that easy. It takes some reflective and analytical work. It takes some uh, commitment to trying some things, seeing what what works, and having to have some you know, objective measures in place to be able to measure and know if you're if you're working on the right if the right habits. Now we see this all the time with our with our clients and our in uh, our physical therapy practice. We see people coming in, and we see that exercise is the keystone habit for so many people. And people come to us in pain. They come to us with injury and they come to us not having been able to exercise either at all or at the intensity that they're used to exercising at. Now we, we do a deep, you know, we, we really do a deep subjective uh, talk with people. We, we figure out what's going on in their lives. We figure out what their goals are. We figure out how it's affecting other areas of their lives. We look much beyond just the, the knee injury or the back injury or the shoulder injury, but we, we start talking and, and the same, the same things start coming up. They're like, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not able to go to the gym anymore because my back hurts. And it's like, oh, how's that? How's it affecting other areas of your life? And with some more questions it, they're like, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more stressed right now. I'm, I just seem more on edge and agitated. I'm, I'm kind of snapping at my family more and, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really showing up in that area. And it's like, oh, what else? And it's like, you know, I've put on, I put on five to 10 pounds because, you know, I'm not, I'm not really eating well. When I exercise, I, I eat better and I'm more aware of my choices. And it's like, oh, what else? And they're like, oh, I'm staying up later and I'm, I'm my energy is just not as good because, you know, I'm not sleeping as much. I used to work out at 6 a.m. So I always get to bed early and then uh, just I haven't, haven't been able to do that. And these are the types of things we see time and time again. And uh, exercise is a common keystone habit, but this can be this can be so many other things. Think about what it is for you that might be that thing that when you do that, everything else seems to just fall into place. And for us uh, in our physical therapy practice, we tend to see that be an exercise because when people aren't exercising, nutrition, stress, sleep, their confidence, their mindset, their community, all these things tend to slip. So in those cases, getting back to exercise, and that's where we come in. If we can get you out of pain, if we can get you stronger and get you to the point where you never have to deal with this injury again, and you can get back to running, you can get back to CrossFit, you can get back to these group workouts, then all these other things tend to fall into place. And that's what we're looking for here. And there's three things I want you to think about today. I said, unfortunately, I'm not going to give you the answers of this is your keystone habit, but at least some things to start to ponder and think about when uh, trying to figure out what this is. The first thing is what area you're trying to improve in. Is this health? Is this finance relationships? Is it career? Identify what area you're trying to improve in. And that's going to be the first most important step to knowing what that keystone habit is. Cause say it's, you know, say it's health, say it's weight loss, which is a, an easy example for pe- most people have, you know, can, can picture that say it's weight loss. Okay. What, you know, weight loss doesn't become the habit. The habit isn't, oh, I want to lose weight and the habit has to go deeper than I want to eat healthier. I want to exercise. I think those things are not getting deep enough to get to what the real keystone habit could be for you. So you have to keep peeling back these layers and saying, okay, I want to lose weight. So I know I need to eat healthy. I know I need to exercise. What is it for me that, you know, what is it for me that can, what habits can I put in place that will lead me to exercise more that will lead me to eat better. And those are the things that you have to start reframing it, but you have to know what that is in the first place. Now, where this gets challenging is that you also have to look 
where it's not like I mentioned the example earlier where tracking finances led to less alcohol and caffeine consumption. You might have to look at other areas of your life. What in general, this is where you got to start looking broader of what, you know, when do I show up as the best version of myself? When am I, you know, what things am I doing when things are really clicking, when I'm exercising, I'm eating healthy, I'm doing well at work, I'm not stressed and picture then what in those, you know, when I'm living that way, what am I doing? What, what are my habits? Identify your habits. And that can help to start to give you some idea of, huh, I'm seeing some patterns that say when I, when I get my eight hours of sleep, I'm just, I'm doing all these things more because some people, if they're, you know, if sleep goes, then they're snoozing their alarm. They don't end up working out. They're rushed to work. They're stressed. They come home and they want to do it, but they reach for junk food during the day. And there's, there's these cycles that can happen. And that might come back to sleep. might come back to something like that. And you have to know what that is for you. But first you have to know what area you're trying to improve to know what you're tracking when you do implement that new habit or refine the current habit. Second thing, apply the 80, 20 rule when looking at, when looking at trying to identify what the keystone habit could be. And I did a whole separate show on this, a whole separate episode, but the 80, 20 rule essentially says that 80% of our results come from 20% of our, our habits or our outputs or our, our work that we're putting in. So a small amount of output creates a large amount of input and a large amount of results. And this can work on the opposite end of things though, that what, you know, what, uh, 20% of things are wasting 80% of my time. And that can look at some things that some negative habits that you have to get rid of. But with this 80, 20 rule, you want to start to look at where's the highest return on your time. So, or what is wasting the majority of your time. And once you can identify these things, once you identify those, those small things in your life that are actually creating the biggest results, you'll be amazed at, at, uh, how that changes your outlook on things. And we can say getting healthy, for example, you might be like, well, I'm, you know, I'm tracking my macros. I'm, I'm walking daily. I'm uh, strength training three times a week. I'm doing cardio five days a week. I'm managing stress, I'm managing sleep. It's great. You're doing all these things, but I doubt all those things carry equal weight. And that's what I talked about at the onset of the show is that not all habits are created equal. If you really take those out, if you removed one or two of those, which ones would be the first to go? And would you get the same amount of results? Or if you remove one or two of those, what would be those one or two things that if you took out, things would not be going well, you would not be as healthy as you are, or you name it for whatever your goal is. But that's the 80-20 rule in action. And that's how you want to start looking at what are the bang for the buck type of things? What are the things I'm doing consistently that are really creating most of the results? And that might involve a little experimentation. It might involve you actually taking some of those things out and seeing, because there's some things that I personally work through that I'm like, oh yes, this is an important part of my day. It helps with my productivity. It helps with my health or it helps with my energy. And you take it out and you're like, that wasn't as important as I thought. But then there's other things, sleep, for example, where you think you can get away with less of it. And then you're like, no, I'm really not showing up in the same way without that. Third thing, what's the one thing that would make the most impact, make your life easier, make your habit more effective? What is the one thing? And this is a piggyback off the 80-20 rule, but you want to find that one thing that gives you the most return on your investment, that thing that carries over to all those other things. And this is really just identifying the keystone habit. And this isn't going to, you're not going to get it right the first time, but I just want to give you guys some examples. This could be something like 
working out like exercise. So I talked about with the PT clients you work with is a big one. Could be something as simple as drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning. Maybe when you chug a glass of water, you're, you're having less caffeine and you're uh, more, you know, your, your body feels hydrated. So you're not craving different foods. It could be something like taking a walk at lunchtime. Maybe when you find you take a, a lunchtime walk, you get out in the sun a little bit, you have less stress in the afternoon and you come home and you're happier and you're more likely to work out and you're treating your, your spouse or your family better. Uh, it could be something like cooking dinner in. It could be, you know, if you are meal prepping, it could be something that just that simple habit could lead to you not waiting to the end of the day, realizing you have nothing, not being prepared, calling for takeout, getting dessert, eating stuff you don't want to. It could be as simple as something like that that can end up leading to extraordinary benefits in other areas of your health. Like I said, in the, in the example, it could be something like tracking expenses. If you have a financial goal, it could just simply be, I'm going to write down everything I'm spending. And at the end of each week, I'm going to look at it and evaluate it. That can be, it can be that simple guys. It can be something like not snoozing your alarm. This is a big one for people. Uh, that's, this can be a keystone habit. You you'll be amazed how not snoozing your alarm can really create some powerful changes in other areas of your life. If you don't snooze your alarm, you have more time to work out. You can ease into your day a little more. You have less stress. You can maybe eat a more higher quality breakfast. You can spend more time with your family. Uh, something like that can go a long way because we've seen the alternative of snoozing a bunch of times and being rushed and the cascade of effects, negative effects that can have. It can be something like journaling, meditation, reading in the morning, a simple habit, writing a page on your journal, uh, meditating for five minutes, reading 10 pages in your book. And lastly, it could be removing things like Netflix. It could be having a firm work cutoff time. That's one I've, I've implemented recently of saying, Hey, at this time I'm, you know, I'm done with work and actually being able to follow through on that. It could be removing things that can end up creating positive changes in other areas. So guys, this is, this is key stuff. Hence the name keystone habits. Uh, these are things that you want to apply in your life. You want to take the time to reflect. You want to take the time to identify because once you do the snowball effect on this is amazing. And I just encourage you guys to not get frustrated with it, to experiment with it, to take your time to try and figure out what that is. Because once you guys find these things, and once you start seeing these as these, these keystone habits in different areas, a few habits you can stack that can create some enormous change in your progress over the coming weeks, months, years, and beyond of your life. And that's possible if you guys can commit to this. Uh, if you guys listened to the uh, show yesterday about playing the long game, this is how you start to form the habits needed to play the long game. So take it guys, experiment with it and find those keystone habits. If you're looking for learning more about healthy keystone habits, when it comes to your health, your nutrition, your uh, fitness, stress, sleep, mindset, those things are all covered in the high performance health starter kit. That's a free PDF I have for you guys in the show notes there. Go ahead and check it out, download that and uh, It'll take your habits in those healthy areas to the next level. So make sure to check that out. If you guys are listening, also my email and Instagram tag are in the show notes as well. Would love to hear from you guys. Would love to just hear a quick, quick note of what you guys enjoy from the show, what you're learning, what you want to see more of. Would love to hear from you guys. So thanks for listening in. I appreciate all you guys and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable. 
and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.